Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, variety is the spice of life, and we've got two top 25 conversations to have, which is twice as nice. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to be back with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, always free and available on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use our code Locked On to get $20 off your order with the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to be back with you, my man, and kicking off, well, another episode here in a different kind of way and maybe somewhat ahead of schedule is the way I would describe this. We're basking in the glow of a top 25 ranking just by a smidge, just crept in the back door. Number 25 is where the Red Raiders check in this week. But, man, I don't know what you had on your uh, checklist for year number one under Grant McCaslin, particularly with the way that it came to be and the time in which and at which your team was assembled. Some of these guys are brought out to West Texas, but uh, I said it a moment ago, and I think at least for me personally, it's how I view it. Are we ahead of schedule? Kind of feels that way to a degree. Still understanding, of course, only three games in (laughs) to the Big 12 slate, so we know what's coming up next with three of four and four of six away from United Supermarket Serena. But, man, feels good to get a little bit of national pub uh, after some of these recent wins. Well, and, and especially ahead of the curve when you consider the fact that you're without one of your starters uh, for the remainder of the year. I mean, that that is one that you just got to add that caveat with whatever happens going forward, uh, what, whether they you know continue on or whether they struggle a bit or whatever it may be. It, we, we have to remember that Devin Cambridge isn't a part of this because that's the part that if you told me you're 3-0 and in the league, one of two teams in the Big 12, and, and you tell me all this and there's no Devin Cambridge as a part of it, I, I just not sure I would have bought that, uh, what you were trying to sell. But it's been a while since you've been, uh, um, y- you know, under the radar, I guess, if that makes sense, because I, I think um, – you know, you had some runs, obviously, with the Elite Eight, the Final Four, the title game and all that, 18, 19 seasons. You know, Mark's first year, you go to the Sweet 16, there's some big-time expectations last year, and then you you fell way short of that, started out the league 0-8. This one has been kind of fun, though, because it wasn't necessarily expected. And again, you haven't done anything yet, and this top 25 ranking doesn't mean anything, really, but it's a perception uh, type type deal that it it speaks to a different coach, different staff, different group of players still getting it done here, which tells you that this is a pretty good job uh, that you can win here, that uh, it's starting to be kind of more of a standard. It's not just like so foreign for everybody around the country to see Texas tech in the top 25, one of eight, eight big 12 schools in the top 25. Eight. Yikes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and in your next four games, your next four games against the fifth ranked one, the twentieth ranked one, the fifteenth ranked one, and the nineteenth ranked one. So, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, it's like you didn't show up to the party, the top 25 party alone. You know, pe- people, <laughs> yeah, people brought the, yeah, there, there's a lot, lot in attendance here. Yeah. And we're going to hedge this six ways from Sunday because uh, we've got to continue to point out, as you've already suggested, this means nothing in reality for the fans, maybe for the players, it's something nice. But um, also another hedge here is the fact that what you've got in your rear view, as you were kind of running down for us on yesterday's episode, as far as net rankings and things like that, I mean, the three that you've beaten so far are not three that are in like, I guess Texas is still a quadrant one win, I think, but these others are not, and you're looking at some of, and I don't know what K-State's going to wind up being. Look pretty salty to me, <laughs> but we'll see, I guess, what they wind up being. But point being is uh, you've faced so far a lower tier of the Big 12 Conference. Thankfully, you've taken care of business and maybe have suggested that you're not going to be a part of a lower tier, but uh, the stoutest, obviously, still yet to come. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I think yeah, you, you're you're about to enter into a, a next phase. Uh, but but you know, like with with some of the rankings that I just told you and everything like that, because you know, I, I think any of the next wins you get would be right up there with your your best one, which was a win in Austin uh, to this point on paper. Yeah. Uh, but you know, in, in the top twenty five, again, it, it doesn't. You know, it's it's one of those uh, deals that is it's it's twofold, right? Um, it, it doesn't really, it, it just doesn't matter. Uh, like it doesn't factor anything. However, however, you know, because the the net the net ranking and all the things that put you in postseason and all that, they don't they don't care about care about some poll or what some SID or some coach or whatever voted, you know, whatever. So uh, so I'm making that clear, but. You 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 are going to use that from a recruiting standpoint. You you're, you're I'm already seeing it used. Hey, top twenty five matchup at home on Saturday. Accurate, right. it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, th- th- this is this is all true. So as long as you kind of understand like the dynamic of it, it doesn't. You know, because I mean, there's plenty of teams that you know are are kind of ranked but don't make the tournament field when it's all said and done and, and all people are like what you know like yeah. how, how but that it's it's just so i i think we need to make sure that we educate the the folks out there but <laughs> uh but it, it uh, you know from a perception standpoint you know you recruit toward it sell tickets toward it uh you know espn and whoever has these games will promote that uh, to try to get people's interest up in, in watching a game like a top 25 matchup. I mean, like t- tonight, uh, you've got you've got Iowa State and BYU, the 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 BYU Cougars that'll be here on Saturday. Uh, they are hosting Iowa State. That's a top 25 matchup. I mean, so that that kind of moves the needle a bit. But anyway, just wanted to make sure that we uh, that's an all encompassing conversation and we kind of sure. grasp what what that means and what it doesn't mean. Yeah, those are all the hedges. Those are all the qualifiers. And at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't care because, again, year one of a new administration after a belly flop of a season, a season ago, starter loss for the year, and somehow you found your way into a ranking at all, that's going down smooth every time. Uh, outside of Iowa State, BYU tonight, you also got Kansas on the road from Stillwater to take on the Cowboys. Baylor visits K-State there in Manhattan. See if the Purple Wildcats can bounce back. And Texas Christian now enters the top 25 at number 19. They're in Cincinnati to take on the Bearcats. I'll probably screw this up before we move on, but I wanted to mention that I saw, I think this is from ESPN, uh, remaining strength of schedule 
something like out of the top 15 or 16 nationally, you'll find every Big 12 team. <laughs> every Big 12 team obviously speaks to the strength of the league, and we are getting a full dose uh, of that strength as Grant McCaslin and the Red Raiders hit the road. We'll be back around, of course, hoops heavy on tomorrow's episode as we get set for Red Raiders and Cougars from Houston with Kelvin Sampson and gang trying to bounce back. Hopefully, Texas Tech stands in the way of that. We got top 25 on the brain, so why not slide right on in to a too early top 25? First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. And football is close to wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. So many ways to spice up the action with FanDuel's safe, secure, and easy-to-use app. Are you really even parlaying if you're not visiting FanDuel's Parlay Hub? I doubt it. So get to FanDuel.com slash locked on today. And if you're a new customer, take advantage of $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet with FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Official partner of the NFL. That must mean we're talking football, Chris. And the thing of note here as we enter into the new Big 12 era, seen a few of these different ones being kicked out so far uh, Yahoo Sports had one. Brett McMurphy, the Action Network, had one as well. The new Big 12 represented to the tune of, uh, I think, five or maybe six inclusions, depending on which one of these you're looking at, or maybe some elsewhere. And not yet here to say, hey, the new Big 12 is going to be loaded. Uh, but it seems like among some of those teams like uh, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Utah, Arizona, Kansas here or there getting a mention, West Virginia shows up in a top way too early top 25 poll. Red Raiders not on this list, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you new Big 12 loaded for bear. But there's some attention on the league, it seems like, as we sit here, you know, 30,000 feet away from kickoff in a few months. Yeah, you know, I, I think the you know because I, I looked at you know the athletics, you know, look at the the Yahoo one, um, you know, Brett McMurphy, as you mentioned, you know, that they, they were ESPN had one, um, you know, it, it was that that was kind of the the thing to to release last week after the the title game uh, was played. Is that that's it's it's good content, and we all look at it. And you uh, you know, I, I was looking at that. I probably looked at that more so than I did the basketball current poll. <laughs> Uh, just to get a gauge on, again, doesn't mean anything, but it's like I want to know what people thought or kind of what the way that this offseason was going to go from a projection <laughs> standpoint and all those. And, and, and we're already seeing it change a bit because Arizona, since all that was released, has, has lost mm. their head coach and they're going to have to replace uh, that head coach and they're losing some players to the portal. And, and, and the portal kind of – that's why it's really hard to peg – to peg a lot of these teams because you just don't know, you know, you, you, you go with coach, you go with quarterback, you know, and, and that's kind of why, you know, I think with, with Utah getting some respect and something like this, well, Kyle Whittingham and then Cam rising who didn't play this past year because of injury, well, he's back, you know, that that's, those are the duos that you're essentially voting on. And then when you, you can add some other, you know, because, I mean, like Kansas getting a lot of love. You're right. Uh, I, I've seen them as like a playoff dark horse, you know, mention. And 
it's all it's all incumbent upon Jalen Daniels being healthy or not, which he has not shown uh, the ability to to do. Um, and for as much as grief as Tyler Shuck ever got, I mean, Jalen Daniels is the exact same person. Um, you know, Jalen Daniels was the preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year before the season, quarterback for Kansas, and then just missed the bulk of the year, and and after missing a lot of the season before. So, but that's why people are going to look at Kansas and go, "Oh, they got a lot back. They got Devin Neal back." And you know, then you look at Kansas State, Avery Johnson. Uh, that, but those were the Oklahoma State, Utah, Kansas State, Kansas, Arizona. The, those those were kind of the nucleus. And I, I did see West Virginia, who won nine games and won their bowl game, bring their quarterback back, uh, their head coaches back, and all that. So I, I get it. Uh, but it, it it does speak to a lot of like depth and and entertainment uh, for us in that trying to figure this league out because I, I think people I, I've seen people you know look at power ranking and everything and like they'll they'll have Texas Tech listed eighth or ninth and I, I've seen other fan bases point to like ooh Texas Tech way too low on that deal but I get it I get it like Iowa State went to a bowl game and. Um, you know they've got they've got a lot back. Matt Campbell back at least for now. Um, you, you've got I mean so the TCU I think has done well in the portal and brings some folks back, including head coach and quarterback and all that stuff. So you know it, it's going to be kind of a jumbled mess, but it could be a, a fun one in that trying to figure out who's going to rise above here because there's just uh, you know more than likely one to two playoff bids on the line. You know the champ yeah. gets one. Yeah. Maybe you can somebody else can put another season together to to get. But yeah, you've got you've got some quality depth here in this league. Well, as long as it's a blue blood that's in that second spot, they'll get a. Oh wait, I've got to update my Big Twelve talking points. <laughs> you know, once upon a time, Texas Christian Baylor win the league. League sucks. UTOU win the league. Great league, multi bid league. Uh, by the way, best of luck. To the Kansas Jayhawks with that dark horse conversation. You saw how it went for us. We had to shoot the horse, send him to the glue factory. We were riding a three-wheel motorcycle by the end of the season uh, out on the field. And some of that is to be taken literal. Uh, Chris, I wonder before we move along here, I want to get it to a uh, coaching conversation as it relates to the new Big 12. You mentioned the Arizona departure, which will weigh into that combo. We'll wrap up today's episode with in just a second. But I wonder how, how much weight are you throwing to these Pac-12 transplants. I think we all understood kind of how we were going to anticipate the entry from the other four with Cincinnati, UCF, uh, Houston, and BYU. I think we also understand from a basketball standpoint, it's a step up clearly for some of those guys. Now, the Big 12 is a football league versus the Big 12 is a basketball league is not the same weight necessarily that you're uh, allotting to each of those conversations as they compare nationally. Pac-12 had a good year last year, but the Pac-12 typically pretty light in the britches. And I would have put the Big 12 up against the Pac-12 as far as the quality of the depth, um, you know, any year, really going back over the last decade and a half or so. Obviously, you got Utah, you got Arizona. We've had plenty of momentum behind those programs. You mentioned the word entertainment. If we were doing an entertainment ranking, a team we didn't mention would be at the top of the list. That's Deion Sanders and the Colorado <laughs> Buffaloes, the car crash you can't look away from. But you think these guys are kicking in the door uh, to the new Big 12? Is it going to be an acclamation for them? And this is just one or two men's opinions on this. They could be varying far and wide, I'm sure, depending on who you talk to. But uh, what, what kind of weight are you throwing behind these guys? Or as far as expectations are concerned, how do you see it as they enter this new Big 12 era? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, I think all will be really heard from football wise, except for Arizona State. I think they're they're really in in just a bad spot, I guess, right now. Uh, but uh, other than that, I because I think Colorado will make noise. Um, you know, you can take that literally or figuratively. But I mean, they, they've got they've got a really good quarterback, and Travis Hunter is one of the best players in the country. Period. I think they've added more to it, so they will. They will be involved, but I mean Arizona is the you know is the is the tricky one there. But they had they're just coming off their best season in twenty five years. I mean they 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 won ten games. They just beat Oklahoma. Um, that they really and, and they were bringing Fafita, the the kid that was playing quarterback for him, supposed to come back. Now does that roster get splintered a bit? Uh, there's already been some portal entries. I don't know what to make of that because they were kind of thought to be one of the favorites uh, coming in. Uh, They had a lot coming back, including, you know, like I said, quarterback. But, I mean, Jed Fish has taken the bulk of that staff now to the University of Washington with him. So, and and I think the the player exodus is just beginning. But, you know, I don't know who's going to get that job. I don't know what they bring in. But they're not the contender that we would have thought. They're just not going to be. Um, Could be very... You know, competitive, um, you know, and all that, depending on what, you know, because one of their top running backs has already left. And so that, but Utah is the one that is kind of the most fascinating. Utah has been a standard a bit in the Pac-12 for a bit now. Uh, They've won multiple Pac-12 championships. They, you know, Kyle Whittingham is is a, you know, a mainstay uh, there. I think they do it. They play a certain style and have an identity. Uh, I think that casual observers from outside the state, as we get to learn more about these two fan bases, I think it's going to be fascinating to see whether you, you does BYU bug you more or does Utah bug you more or does neither bug you or do they both bug you? I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> because the, 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 those two, the, the holy war, I guess they call it, they hate each other. It, it's uh, it, a lot of animosity and a lot of similarities and kind of style of play and and all that. But you, Utah, I, I think that the Utah fans, which is why the BYU fans get so annoyed with them, but the Utah fans, I think you kind of gather that they came into this deal kicking and screaming, one. Two, they think they're going to come in here and run this deal. Um, and I just don't know if I buy that. I think it may be very difficult to play up there in Salt Lake City and and all those things. But I just sure. don't know if they're if they're ready to roll in here and and, and run this deal. I don't I don't know if I buy that. But um, but yeah, you you uh, you you've certainly added some flavor here to to the Big Twelve Conference for sure. It should be uh, yeah. yeah. So the best of the uh, feasible options. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Brett, your mark was able to gather and certainly the entertainment factor, I don't think uh, will be running short. And uh, maybe the parody factor is something we're going to really get a big dose of uh, as the years roll by. We'll have to wait and see. Um, let's wrap up our conversation sort of in the same vein, but you mentioned uh, the head coaching departure there from Arizona. So that may actually impact this conversation as we look to the men in the headsets on the sideline just a simple question if we're doing a big 12 head coaching power ranking what does it look like at the top um you know coming into this conversation you certainly would uh give some credence to guys like Whittingham or or fish and I think as you look back to the 
original Big 12 or the hateful eight <laughs> remainders, which is where I would have to start it. I don't know how you feel about it, but it seems like Mike Gundy's league, I mean, the track record of success and the length at which it has gone on and on and on uh, just can't be ignored. You know, Chris Kleiman, I, I think, is going to be thought of in a somewhat similar uh, category as well. Has not been there for anywhere near as long, but has had some consistent success and obviously a program that you respect. But uh, I would weigh pretty heavily with some of those uh, maybe newcomers, save now one <laughs> that was formerly in Tucson, Arizona. But how do you think it somewhat stacks up? And, and would you insert some of those newcomers uh, into that upper echelon? First, today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. And I hope this podcast is a great escape from the nutso realities of life. But just because it is an escape doesn't mean those realities have gone away. And one of the latest pieces of wildness I've heard, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of flu season. Can you imagine how helpless you'd feel if your spouse or kids were sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the medication they needed? You don't have to because of the peace of mind you're going to get with Jace Medical and the Jace Case. The Jace Case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including respiratory infections, sinus issues, dermatological infections, and many more. These things can affect anybody, so be one of those antibodies that goes to jacemedical.com right now to receive your 12-month supply of your daily medication. And remember to use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. At jacemedical.com, you're going to complete a physician assessment that will then be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. Never been more important to be prepared, so take the quick step to do so for your family and go to jacemedical.com and use our promo code LOCKEDON for 20 bucks off your purchase with Jace Medical. How do you think it somewhat stacks up? And, and would you insert some of those newcomers uh, into that upper echelon? Yeah, you know, and I don't know if if Jed Fish would have been at the top of this. Uh, you know, he, he certainly would have been in the conversation just because he turned that thing around, uh, that they had been bad um, at Arizona. And then he he they made them not only relevant, but really scary uh, for a lot of folks in the Pac-12. And then, you know, they, they rolled in kind of thumped Oklahoma and San Antonio in the bowl game yeah. and was bringing a lot back. You know, what's what's fascinating is, is that um, I think what you're going to start to see in the coming years, and you're already kind of starting to see that, is that when the SEC and the Big Ten have openings, the, the Big 12 will be a, a league where they, they look. And I don't know how I feel about that. Um, it's a compliment, but it's, it's, uh, you know, and, and I, I think that you're, you know, you see that with Washington and that you just looked at the list of candidates. I mean, it was, it was filled up with just the big 12 coaches. Guess what's going to happen if Jim Harbaugh, if Jim Harbaugh takes an NFL job, I mean, doesn't mean that anybody's leaving, but you're going to see the Leipolds, the Climans, the Campbells all mentioned as, as candidates right there in the, in the Midwest. Uh, I think it speaks to the quality of coaches that you have. Um, and, and you have to debate internally to yourself, man, am I good making four or five mil a year at some of these places? Or do I need to really go get in the pressure cooker and make like eight or nine a year? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's up to to these folks to decide what, what they want to do. And their wives. But, well, and family. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> so, some of these folks are very – appreciated where they are at uh they don't have the 
you, you know, you don't have the expectation of like, hey, man, if you go 12 and one and lose to Michigan, you're, we, we might can you, Ryan Day. You know, it's like <laughs> one, of, one of those kinds of, you know, and so I don't, I don't think that you're, you're, you're in a, in a spot like that in a lot of these cities. Uh, you, you mentioned best coaches and all that. And we're still, I think Joey's, you know, he's had a really good tenure here with, with two years and they've won 15 games and won two bowl games. Anybody that would have been told that before the, you know, he was hired would have been like, hell yeah, man. You know, sure. um, but like anytime these conversations come up, you, you know, who, who belongs at or near the top to me is Mike Gundy. Yeah. It's quirky. And as buried as people have tried to, you know, put, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, because it, I mean, he can't be killed. <laughs> and, and, and yet it, he is a model. He, he's kind of like the, the Winningham, maybe minus a few, you know, minus a few league titles. Um, but uh, I, I think that's the criticism you can give Mike Gundy is okay. Overall, you didn't, you haven't been Oklahoma enough and you haven't won the Big 12 enough. Uh, but other than that, it's like he beats everybody else. Um, you know, it, it uh, but yeah, he's still, and, and they're going to be one of the favorites too. They bring quarterback, running back, all offensive line back. And then he's got, then you got Mike Gundy. And so uh, I think he belongs in a conversation like this for sure. If you're talking about coaches, but it's going to be interesting to see these openings in the future or, or potentially could be happening any minute with like a Michigan and where they look, because I think there's a lot of, you know, big 12 flavor that, you know, is, is a lot, there's a lot to like, I guess, in your league. And there's a lot of cash to throw around in the other leagues and will only become more. And that conversation will extend to assistant coaches, uh, I think as well, but there's an interesting smattering there. Our guy here in the LBK, unfortunately, what I used to call Mr. February is kind of Mr. December right now. The recruiting results off the charts from a Texas Tech perspective. Got to get that to translate in season now, and maybe they can do some of that type of work in 2024. But there's some interesting names out there that we don't even mention in the very upper echelon, but have got some achievements on their resume, some much bigger than others. But, you know, Gus Malzahn is in this league. Lance Leipold is one that's on every coaching hot sheet as we sit here right now. You got a guy in Fort Worth that went to a national championship game yeah. just a couple of years ago. So, there's an interesting combination. You do have to make way for some of the newcomers, I think. But uh, I guess my top two would be in Stillwater and Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, and and, and like Dave Aranda's won the league. Yeah. I mean, he's got a Big 12 championship <laughs> on his resume. You know, it's like for, for as much of a, a, you know, a circus as this thing was for the in Waco uh, this past season, I mean, he's, he's two seasons removed from winning the Big 12 title. I mean, so... Matt yeah, Campbell, but, better than anybody in the history of the program and Ames. I mean, yeah, I mean, and 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 yet they were. I mean, remember the like them this year. They had the gambling scandal. It's like, dude, they may not win a game or two. You know, <laughs> right. that's you know, and not only that, they win seven and had a, I think, a six and three record in the Big Twelve. You know, uh, lost their bowl game to Memphis, uh, which was a road game for them, basically. But they, you know, they lose their cornerback. I mean, quarterback, excuse me, Hunter Deckers, I think. And, you know, uh, so many, so many different, you know, chaotic things that happen with that program in the offseason yeah. with like, who got caught gambling? Like, I mean, another one, you know, and it's like, what, what are we doing? You know, why, why is no other state looking into this kind of stuff? And yet, <laughs> yet, because <laughs> it was like all in the state of Iowa. I'm like, man, unlucky for y'all, man. I hope, I hope nobody in Texas is, is, <laughs> 
wagering no. on anything. Yeah, Texas but, but but that was the that was the fact. And so I do think he's a he bugs me because it's like he wears his hat with the brim like real curled up, you know, like uh, keeping the nose know, in the mailbox. And he and he chews bubblicious, uh, I think gum. Uh, it's like he's always got that, you know, big wad of gum going. But, no, he's a good coach, man. And he's a perfect fit for a place like Iowa State, you know, which, uh, you know, that that that's one of your trickier games next year. Uh, and, and I've told you that. Well, I think it was New Year's resolution. It's like, please don't send me there in November. You know, we'll make that one a late September. Yeah. yeah, make that a late September, early October, please. Well, he's one of those like Mike Gundy. Like, I know you may look at some Matt Campbell uh, win-loss totals and think, uh, okay, why is the attention there? But that's probably because you hadn't looked at the history of Iowa State football. Mike Gundy has done such a great job over the last number of years that yeah. you may not even know they were coming in as a, what, two, three, four-win team in some early years of the Big 12 Conference before he takes over. Well, so. it, it, look at the new coach at University of Houston, Willie Fritz. I mean, yeah. he, he's had multiple double-digit win seasons. I mean, he's taken two, he took Tulane to, you know, the the, the Big Six, New Year's Six Bowl, and yeah. beat USC. Top twenty-five ranking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, and it and it that became a standard there. So he's a, a phenomenal uh, coach. So yeah, I I, I just uh, yeah, you you're not hurting in that category, I guess I should say, as far yeah. as you know, regardless of what Arizona. You know, I'll be I'll be fascinated to see kind of what Arizona does from uh, who they hire uh, to replace Jed Fish. But yeah, you've got you've got a lot of personalities and quality coaches and um, and and all that stuff. Um, you know, Cincinnati's guy, you know, is, is a is still somewhat new. Um, you know, I was just trying to think of some of the ones we didn't hit. Well, on. we hadn't even mentioned primetime, who's done everything but yeah, win Deion. games. So yeah. there's still that thought of winning games. In September, he did. In September, it was just the rest <laughs> of the months that were a, a bit of a struggle. But yeah, yeah but he won at Jackson State and all that. I, yeah, he, he's he's like fascinating to pay attention to. I, I agree sure. there. Yeah, he'll be filling up the newspaper. There's no doubt about that, <laughs> one way yes. or another. Um, wildly entertaining. I root for either entertaining or quality head coaches to be in this league, but just an update to the new members of the league. We do not root for the Big 12 among one another as some kinship family. We're not chanting Big 12. It's Texas Tech versus everybody. Just the way we approach it from the 806, you do you and uh, take your own approach. All right, good stuff today, Chris. Enjoy the conversation as always. We're back. Hoops heavy tomorrow to get set. For a monster challenge on the road as the Red Raiders will be in Houston to take on the Cougars, man. We'll see you then. Looking forward to it. You got it, man. We'll uh, we'll do it. Keep hope alive, everybody. And that was fun talking top 25s, plural. I mean. That's right. Yeah, it was good. And it's okay to be a sick, addicted football fan. We've got present top 25 hoops to talk about. All right, we'll give you about eight or nine minutes on that. We've got far in the future football top 25. <laughs> Maybe we'll roll for 15 or so. It's okay. To acknowledge the addiction, we're here to do that on the regular on Locked on Texas Tech. So make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here for the next round on Locked on Texas Tech.